Welcome to the Transform Physiques podcast. I am your host, Coach Stebel. I've spent over a decade in the fitness industry and transformed the physiques and lives of hundreds of individuals. My passion for public speaking and educating others has led me to release this podcast. Over the coming episodes, I will speak about training, nutrition, mindset, and anything else encompassing physique development. Stay tuned and let's get started. Hello everyone, so we are back with episode 4 of the Transform Seeks podcast. So this one is basically just going to be an overview of as to why I'm not competing, the reasons obviously why, things that played into that, and then I'll touch on sort of managing the post-prep period as well as what my future plans will be uh, from, from a personal standpoint, a business standpoint, and obviously a physique standpoint as well. So initially, what you know, why am I not competing? And it's something that it was a decision that I obviously had to make that was difficult to make because I've literally trained for the past 12 months. Every day, you know, every meal, every session has been geared towards getting on stage in, in a couple of weeks' time. So for me to decide not to do that has been extremely difficult. And it's not a decision that I made easily. And I know that might sound like a bit maybe drastic to some, like as if it doesn't really matter. But, you know, you can imagine if you train for something every single day for 12 months and you didn't be able to do that thing, it is disappointing. And it took a while to sink in, I'll be honest. But I need to prioritise certain other things in my life at this time because, one, I've got a newborn baby. And the attention and time that I need to put into being with Maver has to take priority over everything else in my life. And I want it to. And it was... Prep was taken away from that, just the time scale, the time that I had to commit to doing steps, doing cardio, training, and basically just running myself into the ground. I wasn't giving Maver the time that I needed to. And obviously, that is a huge deciding factor. When I stepped back and looked at it from an outsider's point of view, kind of, I realized that has to change immediately. You know, this is time that I'm not going to get back with her because she's growing up and the stage is always going to be there. So that's kind of one thing that has to be top of my priorities list is family. Number two, my priorities list has to be my current client base. So I want to progress my coaching to be one of the best coaches in the UK, in the world. And that is where I want to position myself within the next five to 10 years. Now, being in prep with the other things going on was taken away from client work. I was having to refuse clients. I was having to turn clients down and I wasn't able to put all of my energy into my current clients like I want to. So that is obviously the number two reason. The number three is the completion of my master's degree. I am on my final assessment, my dissertation. It's the major big piece of work. I'm on target for a first and I need to get this completed. Like I could complete it to a standard of a pass really easily, no problem being in prep, but I just want to hold myself accountable to be better than that. And to be honest, that was something that prep was taking away from that. From a cognitive standpoint, I couldn't perform at my best. So the work that I was producing simply wasn't good enough. So that is obviously kind of priority number three is the completion of my master's, which will be in the next four to six weeks. The priority list number four, opening the gym. So developing the new business, the sheer time and mental energy that goes into this was again providing extremely difficult was providing a barrier while I was in prep being on low calories decreased cognitive function and kind of being like self-obsessed is that prep was the only thing that matters and obviously it doesn't so all these factors 
have to come before my prayer. And obviously fifth on my list of priorities is my own competitive goals. So they, they have to come last because they are least important to me. While it is my passion, the four things that I've listed above, which is my family, my clients, my master's degree, and opening a new business are all more important to me than my own competitive goals. So I don't want people to think that I'm like throwing in the towel into bodybuilding. That is 100% absolutely not the case. My own physique development does not stop. In fact, it increases. Bodybuilding is like a full-time job. Like You don't just take a couple of months off and then just do a prep and be all right. That's not how I want to position myself again in the industry as an athlete as well. I want to be at that top level. And that means it's a 24-7 sport. And that is, like I say, where I will position myself. So I think that everything that has been going on, it's pretty clear as to why I've had to stop prep. And a couple of other things to mention within that were the fact I was in hospital for seven days with food poisoning, come out of hospital and had COVID for two weeks. And what this did to my recovery capabilities was just drove me into a hole that I just couldn't get out of. So when you're on decreased calories, when you're in a prep, when you're on low caloric intake, high output, you've got really low energy availability. Recovery capabilities are pretty bad at the best of times. So to couple that with COVID and food poisoning, in reality, looking back and reflecting on it, there was just no chance that this was ever going to happen for me. That it just, my body just wasn't able to recover and produce the outcomes that it should have been. But it's, again, it's easy for me to say that now I've took a step back and reflected on it. But at the time, I just wanted to push through and continue. It was funny. I was saying to one of my mates this morning, my cognition, which is obviously like mental energy, had decreased so much that since, um, since finishing Prep Friday, I had the weekend off. And I just went through all my client work, went through you know payments that were owed and things like that. And I was owed £3,000 by clients overall, £3,000 that I didn't even know I was owed. And it's like, you know, when I'm in that position, that was the position I was in in prep. I had the attention to detail and things like that. Like, I just didn't have a clue. And I tallied up and I've messaged everyone and everyone's paid. And it wasn't people trying to avoid paying or anything like that. It was just simply, I wasn't staying on top of my invoices. I wasn't staying on top of my banking, all these things. And that's just just one example of how much things were slipping. And the final straw really in this whole saga was I actually started gaining weight. So I was doing an hour's cardio a day, two hours weights, eating 1,200 calories on a rest day, 2,000 calories on a training day. And obviously for someone that's 89 kilos, relatively lean, that is not a lot of food. And I started gaining weight. So while this, in any other circumstance, you would think, well, to be honest, you weren't eating that, you were obviously eating more. It was just simply a reaction from my body physiologically. Uh, Cortisol levels will have been absolutely through the roof. Water retention was sky high. I was waking up with like the worst cankles in the world. I was just sweat. My body was just swelling, just with water retention. Body weight was flying up and there was just no way. I just knew at that point, like my, my body's just not able to do this prep. So that is why I'm not competing. And yeah, it is gutting, but... It's the right decision going forward. And I know next year, the back end of 2022, I will be in a position where I will be very competitive at the top level of the amateur physique categories. I'll be right up there. I know that for a fact. Um, so it's it's disappointing, but exciting at the same time. So in terms of how I'm going to manage this post-prep period, the, the main focus is to reduce systemic fatigue. Because like I've said, I've just been running to the ground 
mentally, physically, and everything has just been too much for me to kind of deal with on them low calorie intakes and obsessing over my own physique goals. So now that's been taken away, eating more food, decreasing the amount of training I'm doing, that's going to allow me to reduce systemic fatigue and allow me to just recover. So when we look at when we were going through a training period, if there's something called overreaching, now overreaching is good because that causes adaptation. Then you go beyond overreaching, that's called overtraining. And that's where you're simply doing too much like I have been and you end up in a state of overtraining. Now this can take sometimes up to about six months to come back from. Now I don't envisage that being the case with me because I think that everything's going to be so on point in terms of nutrition, reduced training, recovery, sleep, stress management. Everything is going to be so perfect for me from now on that it won't take me that long to come back from this. Um, But I have put myself in a hole that is going to take some time to get out of. So from a nutritional standpoint, I had Saturday, Sunday off plan. I ate quite a lot of food, just basically anything I wanted, to be honest. Just had a total mental break, just completely chilled. Didn't do any training, did about 4,000 steps each day. If that, just relaxed, completely relaxed. As of Monday, I was back on plan with a couple of little little extras. So I'm recording this now, it's Tuesday. Today, like I just had a grenade bar from the shop. That obviously isn't on my plan, but it, you know it's not the worst thing in the world. So if I do want something like a little a little treat or some extra for the sake of this week, then I will have it. Then as of Monday coming, which is the 30th, I will be completely back on plan. Now on plan just means essentially the food that I was exactly dieting on, but more of it. And I'll obviously escalate that over the coming weeks. It's important to bear in mind that in this post-prep or post-fat loss phase period, your body is primed to gain body fat. Now, everyone thinks that you just get really huge straight away. You pile loads of food and you stay dead lean and you swell up, which you do from glycogen storage. But you think you should restrict the calories for so long, the body is primed to gain body fat. So we have to be very aware of this and we have to be incremental in the way in which we approach nutritional intake. We can't just fire loads of calories back in for the sake of it and hope for the best. Like I say, going forward, I really want to position myself at the top of the amateur ranks at the back end of 2022. And the way in which I'm going to do that is by being perfect on all fronts, 95% of the time, from a nutritional standpoint at least, to ensure that the gains that I make allow me to be where I want to be. And the reason why I say 95% of the time is because during an off-season, there will be certain times where I'm not perfect with nutrition. And that is fine with me because that allows that mental break, that mental release, go out for a meal, enjoy time with the family, things like that, which I think are just just as important for longevity in the sport. So I had the weekend off plan. Back on plan this week with a couple of little extras. I've set my calories at around about 2,700 training day and 2,400 non-training day. And like I say, I'll escalate up each week, just allow my body to get used to the extra calories coming in. From a training standpoint, I had three full days off. I'll train three times this week, nowhere near failure. Just literally just getting a pump on, just moving some blood around. I'll do no cardio. Steps will be at 10,000 a day. I think it's still important to keep activity reasonably high. There's no reason why someone should not be doing 10,000 steps a day at all. From an anabolic standpoint, I know people will ask about this. Some people are interested, some people aren't that are listening. But I will be doing YouTube videos every single week outlining outlining my nutrition, my training, my drug protocols in terms of anabolic steroids, 
And I will outline that every single week on a YouTube video and talk through the changes I've made and the reasons why. But for now, I've reduced, I've come off all anabolics, aside from 175 milligrams of test enanthate per week. I'm getting my bloods done this week and I'll get my done again in eight weeks. Now, blood work will dictate when I start increasing dosages, what compounds I put in and how I manage certain things to do with blood work. Again, I will be going through all this on weekly YouTube updates for anyone interested. And performance enhancing drugs is something, is an area that I am going to learn more about um, through consultations with Victor Black, uh, being on his masterclass. And again, it's something that I'm going to progress my knowledge on from a coaching standpoint, specifically for bodybuilders and physique athletes. This is something that I can enhance my knowledge around. So in terms of future plans and where I'm going from here over the next 12 months, everything I do will be documented on YouTube. Absolutely everything. I'm going to be vlogging. I'm going to be doing work with videographers. I'm going to be collaborating with different athletes. And I'm going to document everything. Every week there'll be YouTube videos. There'll be educational videos around nutrition, training, performance enhancing drugs, anything involved in physique development. I will be producing that content. I will be pushing the podcast. I'll be getting different guests on. I've actually got a guest on this Friday, which is exciting. Danny Bosworth, and we'll be talking about um, female fat loss and menstrual cycle considerations. And in terms of what I will do to grow my business, it is, you know, more YouTube, more podcasts. My website will be getting finished off soon. Again, that's something else that I had to take a backseat while I was on prep because I just didn't have the mental capacity to be able to put energy into that. And now, obviously, I can. From an education standpoint, obviously I'll be finishing my master's in the next six weeks and I'm looking forward to finishing it purely because there is a lot of things I want to delve into. Right now I'm actually doing a biofeedback course with Sam Miller from Sam Miller Science, which is really interesting, really, really good. And I just want to be able to push my knowledge to, again, position myself at the top of this industry. And I know that is something that will take time. But over the next three to five years, that is that is where I will be as a coach in the industry. There is numerous people I'll be learning from. Initially, we're talking Victor Black, John Dewitt, the Muscle Mentors, and Sam Miller. I'll be doing courses and things with them. And again, I will recreate from that my own educational courses to hand out to people listening to the podcast, people that join my website, people that follow me on YouTube. And that is how I will go about Again, just establishing myself in the industry and continue that professional development and growth of of my own knowledge. And also, obviously, the growth of the gym. I want to create that as the go-to place to train in Barrow and around the surrounding areas. It's one of them that I want to have the best place. I want to be the best coach. I want to have the best gym. I want that gym to be where people love to train. So I can use this in examples. When I was in Leeds, when I was living in Leeds, before I moved back to Barrow, every single day that was a training day, I would wake up dying to be in the gym, like absolutely dying to train. And I was training at Ultraflex Normanton and Ultraflex Rotherham. And honestly, on a daily basis, I'd wake up and I would be so excited, just absolutely dying to be in them places and training. And that's what I want to recreate in Barrow for people that you know, enjoy the gym and they think it's good and we've got a decent selection of gyms around here. I'm not saying we haven't, but I want this to be somewhere where people just love to train. People love to be in there. And that is what I plan to create with this gym. So I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Like I said, there'll be plenty more podcast episodes coming from me, plenty more on YouTube, Instagram. I think most of you listening to this will be following me on there anyway. But yeah, if you if you don't follow me on Instagram, 
at coach underscore Steve in terms of the YouTube channel. It is the Transform Physique YouTube or type Coach Steve and either or will bring that YouTube channel up. But thank you for listening. Any questions that you've got over anything, anything that I've touched on that potentially made you think maybe applies to you and you've got questions around it, people that have finished a fat loss phase, transitioning into a growing phase, people that want to know more about nutrition, training, performance enhancing drugs, any of these things, please do feel free to give me a message and I'll be more than happy to to help maybe deliver content that you are wanting and that can obviously help you progress from your physique development or knowledge in general. Cheers, and I shall speak to you all soon. So that is all for today's episode. Thank you for listening along. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at coach underscore Steve Bell, and I shall speak to you all soon.